The Truck and Driver podcast is sponsored by Snap Account, the all-in-one payment solution for truck parking, washing, tolls and more. Hello and welcome back to the Truck and Driver podcast. I'm Dougie Rankin. And this is Chris Madison. Hello. Hello. We are back with greatly improved sound quality this week because we're not sitting in trucks trying to record it on our phone. Um... How's your day been today? It's like officially um, spring, apparently. Windy. Windy and wet. It's blowing a force 10 out there tonight and raining horizontally off top of Pennines. It's delightful for the first day of BST. Ooh, shivering. I can hear the wind blowing in the chimney here. It's, oh. it's rancid. It is. Oh. Anyway, anyway, you got anything nice sitting in your yard? No, 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 it's an old Volvo. An old Volvo, yeah. Mm, yeah. Nah. No, I have a very nice uh, <laughs> GTXL 750 to play with this week, courtesy of uh, Volvo at Warwick and uh, your good self. So I'm looking forward to getting that out to play tomorrow. We're going to load in the morning, fridge full of uh, goodies to go down to Chichester and Arundel, I think, tomorrow. So quite keen to get up and get gone while old girl's gone back into hospital for yet more remedial paint doctoring uh, dearie me yeah that's been uh, quite the saga that we don't really want to get into at this moment mm. in time but anyway yeah that, that's really handy yeah big thanks to um, Martin and the team at Volvo for sorting that not half. that out yep um, just in case you've um, you've missed out Chris has got the um, new version 5 <coughs> Volvo F8 750 uh, to run for the whole of next week for the May issue of Truck and Driver. So we've got eight pages going in on that bad boy, along with eight pages that I'm doing on the Scania 770S. So this is like um, unprecedented. <laughs> it's not often. Um, you wait all this time for a super truck to come along and then two of them come along one after the other. So. Yeah, uh, it was a real. Um, it, I, I felt quite privileged this week to be about driving that big, um, big fancy Scania. Um, I hate to tell you, um, if it, if you get anything like the the reaction that I got from people um, in that Scania, you're going to have a lot of people wanting to talk to you about that Volvo. Well, I like it. I like a friendly chat. I know. know. I, I know that you like it when random people approach you. I do. I love Wishing it. to engage you in conversation. <laughs> There's nothing I like more than to be pestered on services. I love it. So, uh, yeah. Pester me at will. No, uh, uh, come and have a look. We're not all uh, deeply emotional about COVID nonsense. Come and have a look. As long as you're not coughing, you can have a gander. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Have you had a, have you had a look inside it? A look around it? Yeah, I took it for a spin route block yesterday with Junior, with Joe, oh. and... Um, it, um, bobtailed it. Yeah, hi, I'm to trail I've got to go fetch that tomorrow, mm. but it, um, <clears throat> by gum, it does drive well. Uh, the, the, uh, the acceleration of these uh, superpower trucks is, is something else. It's almost mm. like you need a button on the dash for, like, tractor unit-only mode, because the things are, you've got to be that gentle on the throttle. I, uh, you'd surprise a lot of cars away for the lights. It's quite, um, what impresses mm. me a lot is how they manage to get, like, there's a lot of electronic trickery going on in there to get as much of the power to the road as possible. And um, Yeah, there must be. You've got, what I found with the Scania is you've got to be 
so light on the throttle, it goes better the, the lighter you are on the throttle because if you go too heavy, it will just start pulling the power out because you're... Um, yeah. So it, once, you get, once you get your sort of hand or foot rather in with it, um, yeah. that'll be bloody good, was it? I'm trying to think what the changes were because I did have a little shot of that lorry um, during that sliver of almost normality we had last summer where I drove the, the dual clutch as well and I put the videos on YouTube. Wow. Bloody good bits of kit. Anyway, what, what do you reckon you're going to be doing for the week? Are you going to be away all week? Cause it... uh, it's hard to say. Um, I were away all week last week. Um, I got back Friday afternoon, so we'll see. I was bouncing up and down out of Kent last week into market gardening um, and growing areas around Maidstone. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, I'm hoping to get at least a couple of heavies on it this week and see mm-hmm. how she goes. I, I do tend at the minute to seem to be catching for a bit of Manchester, Blackburn, Liverpool, that direction, and it's um, mm-hmm. 26, 27 tonne of minerals on its back when we do. So. Well, that'll be all right then, aye. That'll be good. Be nice up, to see how she goes on. Up Windy Hill. Aye. M62, that'll be the job. I, there, was a, there was a moment um, with that Scania last week. I came up over Stainmore. And there was like half a dozen trucks um, sitting there. You know, you know, it'll nail you. You'll be down at like thirty miles an hour going up there. And I went yeah. up flat out, fully loaded with <laughs> turf, just about on the limiter. And it actually, it put a smile on my face, and it actually made me laugh. I was like, "Wow!" You know, I just uh, <laughs> yeah. And because it, uh, it was bizarre, as well. there were some weird comments and all that. You know, is a regular driver would never <laughs> be able to drive one, get to drive one of these, and all this. These are like fantasy yeah. trucks and everything. And I'm like. I don't think they are, depending on what part of the country you're in. You know, there's if you if you decide to go down a particular career path in, in lorry driving, you should be able to get hold of a Scania V8 if you yeah. if you really wanted one. But you know, that was a um, we don't just test top of the range trucks and trucking driver. We try and get like a nice mix of things in there. I mean, we had that right. 480 space cab DAF last year, and I was yeah. out in that little 420 Volvo FM mm. and the next truck I have next month is a 460 Iveco S-Way yeah. uh, completely standard sort of thing so we try and test a broad range yeah. of things, anything I can get anything I can get my hands on pretty much ah, yeah. um, well, I mean I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a sort of uh, uh, clean canvas with this one because I haven't driven a Volvo in any sort at all since 2001 it was a 420 version 1 yeah, you've a got, wing you've road got flight out of Leeds Bradford Airport down to um, Heathrow and Slough on a Friday night on night trunk on air freight. I haven't touched a Volvo since. I don't know how. I just haven't. So this is the first Volvo. So it's going to be a bit of a culture shock after old 420, isn't it? Uh, aye, it'll be weird. weird. The, the, the funny thing is when they're loaded, you can forget that they are. And then it's, mm. when you, it's when you get to the other side of a hill and then it starts whooshing down the other side and you're like, oh, yeah. I noticed mm. that a lot. I remember... Um, because we had, um, it wasn't that long after I started in Trucking Driver, uh, we had the FH 16750, it was a bit of an unusual one, it had the little mini midlift wheels on it, the red one, and yeah. I took that up to Ramsey White, um, because he moves a lot of excavators and plant equipment, so we used it on that, um, I remember we had like a tar plane or some enormous excavator on the back of it, and the thing was just, you would... You would have to remember that you were loaded. You'd look back and oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, well, the three and a half, 
three and a half thousand newton meters of torque at peak these things are yeah it's um three and a half thousand newton meters i mean you about your standard for a 500 horsepower truck is about two and a half thousand so yeah. you know that's that's a hell of a boost up on things right. i mean obviously they're, they're designed to work at much much higher weights than what we do in the uk yeah, yeah. But uh, you know that's good. That's good. Spring has sprung. I felt good. I felt good this week to be out in that because I ran up um, fifty three hours driving, um, and I never, I never stopped. I can't believe, I can't believe that you did not see me <coughs> when I passed you. I was devastated. I was just finishing my knitting. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was like, I was so excited. I was like, ah, Chris and the phone coming the other way. I was like, flash, flash, flash. <coughs> Aye. Like, Sorry, <laughs> I really was finishing my knitting. I uh, I had a sleeve to get on that jumper before weekend, so I was concentrated. Well, you know, it's just uh, as well you did because the weather's been bad. Aye, still <laughs> cardy weather, don't know. Um, <clears throat> I've been down today. I took my uh, uh, my technological daughter down today to have a look at that fancy television that's nailed to the wall in there. It seems very posh. Well, it's got a telly on Although, it. I do. No, it's. Telly, microwave, all that gubbins, but... It's a television it's and a, a microwave built into one. All built in. Hooray. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. Um, we can't get it to uh, find any channels, though. I don't know if there's uh, an aerial know. that should be on there that isn't. Or Text. What? I don't know. Just ask Martin, he'll know. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody knows about the inbuilt factory spec telly and how to make it bloody work, um, let me know. Um, I'll just te- text him. In fact, he's texted me. What was it? There's no book in there. I don't know if you get a book anymore, but there's um, no book about anything. Yeah, well, there was a there was a handbook in that Scania that was about two inches thick because I couldn't work mm. out how to get the air deflector kit to go up. Yeah. And I searched. Um, I'd look up the back, and there was no winding handle to get the thing to go up. Mm. And then, so I looked through the book, and I couldn't find anything. The index, I couldn't find anything, and I was, and it was under environment. That's what it was uh, listed under somewhere in Obviously, the middle of the yeah. book. Uh, not, not under bodywork or anything no. like, like that. No. But it was uh, it's electronic. It was just a little button on the dash. So it's been up and, and up it went. Tell you what, Aye. the difference between... I had a silver curtain cider on at the start of the week, which is level with the top of the cab, and then I had a blue one for the rest of the week, which is a bit taller, and that knocked 0.3 of an MPG off it straight away. Yeah, yeah. Just not running that quite even, so... Yeah, I can believe it. Um, <clears throat> we've got um, wing top brackets on back at cab, you know. Um, I don't know whether they want me to take the wing tops off or what, but we'll have to see, won't we? Um, are they, what, are they painted wing tops on it? Yeah, metallic, sparkly purple, isn't it? It's all purple. Oh, right. I, I, I don't, it's, a, it's a mid-lift, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know what you're doing going in, out of trailers. There's no reason why you would mark them. Scania, no, gave, no, just Scania gave me a set of grey ones to put on. So I didn't, as soon as we'd done the, fo- the static photographs with the white mudguards on it, I just put the grey yeah. ones on it for the rest of the week. I just to be safe. Off, I suppose, but, no, um, I don't know. You should be fine. <clears throat> just people that do, it's just uh, your, your hash bash guys that just go slamming on into things you yeah, know yeah yeah has it got run up well it's not quite as easy because a lot of trucks don't have run up ramps on them anymore they've been deleted mm. for like weight saving reasons and things but there's no reason well we go in low and then mm. yeah just went low and then as we go under I don't have run up ramps on food and I took those off years ago no um, <clears throat> what else on the back we've got a bloody big ladder on the back nice um, looks like a B&Q special that's on there 
Mm. But it's, it, the spec of it, it is actually a pre-production model, that truck. It's not an official um, yeah. uh, service one, which says a lot for the faith that Volvo have got in the trucks because they, that is literally the very first right-hand drive one that's ever been built. So, yeah. like, the, the FM, it would, it would glitch a little bit in the radio. Like, it would suddenly um, cut off now and again, but it was just because of the, the, the pre-production software. So you might... You might get a little bit of randomness from that out the stereo, but I mean, apart from that, do you know what miles is on it? Twenty nine thousand k. Ah, oh, lovely. That'll be all right, Cisco. Yeah, that's it. It's obviously been <clears throat> it's been out to somebody because of somebody's company um, notepad in draw. So it's been out somewhere, mm. and it um, front corners at bumpers are scraped at front because it's air suspension, and when it's in a low setting, it's like you know, yeah. sure. Oh, what's it? It's brilliant can, with the dash because it's got the three settings. You can go low, medium, and high just off the buttons. So anytime you're going in yeah, somewhere, yeah. there's a bit of a ramp. You just hit the button and up it goes. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's like a funny car. So um, <clears throat> it looks like somebody's been somewhere and not bothered and have scraped corners off. So I had a quick look around it. I, uh, I took some pictures and texted Martin. And he says, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, it's fine. I know about that. I'm like, right, good. Because uh, some of the places I'll be going this week are a little bit rough on uh farm spec so mm-hmm. no, it, it's a hell, hell of a clearance when you lift it into boost and get it right up though it's like a bloody scan oh, ST <laughs> I wonder what percentage now uh, people are specking tractor units are there on the front because it's definitely the the, mm. the, the end thing um, yeah, well, that, that S500 last year that needed it it were on springs unfortunately and mm. it needed it because it had a, it had a uh, it splitter all- Mm. Yeah, the splitter at front and the clearance at the front was diabolical. Getting on and off way bridges, you could hear it. You know, you were scraping going onto way bridges. But again, they knew about it and they didn't really know why. They mm. got a demo that had a splitter and no air suspension. It just seems a wee bit strange. Uh, that that Iveco, that Iveco S-way, the maroon one that I had, that that was on steel on the front and not air, and there was very little ground clearance on that. But yeah. thank, thankfully, it was purely RDC. Uh, work yeah. all week, so I didn't have to do anything like that. Um, right. You've been, have you had the joy of going into a Tesco lately? No, no, no. That was uh, what it, when I, the whole time I was in the road all last week. I never, I never had any bother with anybody with toilets or anything. Like, everybody seemed to be in a pretty good mood everywhere I went. No. I was in a Morrison's three times. Uh, I went Canton Tesco. <coughs> Uh, everybody seemed all right. I haven't encountered it. It's quite. A, everyone ran like clockwork. I feel I'm quite fortunate because not every week runs like that, you know. No. So, no. I feel I feel blessed. I'm quite. Yeah, I'm quite <laughs> blessed at the minute because I'm not having to deal with any, you know, the uh, usual idiot spots that I've been involved with for the last few years. So it's. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm meeting a lot of farmers. I'm meeting a lot of. Um, Decent lads at the minute. It's uh, it's good. They're always pleased to see. You. There's minimal delays generally. They, you know, because they want to get planting what we're yeah. bringing. So they, mm. as soon as we're there, it's like ah, it's good. Yes, and off they go planting. So ah, that, that was just like where I was in on Thursday um, when I went into load potatoes from my farm in Fife, and I phoned the guy because obviously it was a farm, and I was like, um, "Is it easy enough to get to you?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, no problems." Told me how to come in, and then I was uh, straight onto the way bridge. He's like, "Just come round the corner," and then. 
I out, out we got and then uh, the Polish lad came out with a yeah. thought left and straight away he's like oh 770 he's like oh nice so they were all like, him and another farmer boy and all that we're all out like, taking the photos mm. of it um, quick as you like had all the potatoes on they're like toilets around the corner if you want to use it and I was like brilliant I went, went and filled up my big 5 litre bottle of water and I was on my way in no time at all it's all all very sensible and civilised I was uh Aye, I feel feel enjoyed all that all, all week. I must say. I've mentioned that you you probably I don't know if you noticed or not, but it shock the shock horror was that the convoy in the park in Wales got cancelled. Aye. Which obviously Aye. came as a massive surprise to all of us. Can't yeah, I bet. Mm. <laughs> so. He's not been exactly fruity, has he, at Mark? Oh, really, Drakey boy. No, no, but. Uh, no, so that's binned off, which, I mean, from a selfish point of view, it means I don't have to do the programme, which means that in May I can probably squeeze in another lorry for a week, see if I can get out and drive something, yeah. something else. Because it's going to get to a crunch point in the summertime where I've got that other convoy in the park at Thruxton and the other one to do the programmes and short oh. deadlines and everything so I'll not be able to uh, get out I've got grand plans I'm like I'm going to go and because um, uh, I've got people biting my hand off to see if I can go and drive as well People, some people are super busy yeah Which yeah is, it does seem to be busy it's um, there's not a lot of lads asking for work on uh, social media at the minute. Everybody mm. seems to be busy. So, yeah. and we've got. Um, well, I need to organise. Um, I'll need to um, dig out the list for. I've got Tipex and Tankex to do as well, but that's not until like the end of September. So I can't think. I can't think quite that far forward yet. No. But I back to back to the office all next week. Well, not all next week because it's a uh, Good Friday. Um, and I am going to get my Vectra that I bought last December. Oh, you're going down there? I'm going down there to get it off it. You know, I've, <coughs> I'm getting. Is she my... going to be driving back? Or is she going? Uh, oh no, it's driving. We, fi- we fixed it. Um, oh, it's done, is it? Yes. Um, to going back, I um, I went and looked at a Vectra in Luton when I picked up the the Stralis um, that we don't talk about. Um, <laughs> I went to, I went and looked at this Vectra in Luton that was a non-runner and I paid like 600 quid including delivery for it and it's a beautiful elite top spec thing and um, I had a go at fixing it that weekend at my mate Pete's in Woking um, so actually um, and we did oh yeah we didn't get the part in time uh, so I posted him down the fuel pump that we repaired and now it works so I've now got this beautiful Vectra for a grand total of about 700, 800 quid on the road, which is right. pleasing to me. Um, and obviously, yes, when, I go, when I go down to do that, I'm going to be uh, dropping in a couple of transport companies as well to be getting the, the details uh, together for some features in the magazine. Um, so it is an essential journey, just so we're clear on all of that. Thanks very much. Yeah. So, hi. It's good. It is good, yes. So, how is um uh, how is the Foden? <coughs> Tired after this week. She's done some bloody mileage this week. We did uh, just a nudge of a two thousand miles, which is what I don't know three and a half thousand k. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I did this week. For her, uh, that's a, that's hell. That's good. Good. Like, old or whatever she is. Oh, 
Because that's exactly the same. She's, um, she's been smashing up and down like a wrong mm. and she's been great. Absolutely great. So uh, landed back Friday afternoon, got her in for a six-weekly early and had a, had a good look around her and then uh, bath time, dropped her off at the paint shop yesterday with a big list of things. Saw the saw the main man there and had a had a walk round and uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling quite confident that everything's going to be up to spec when I see her next weekend. So there's some more you know some bits to paint. There's sun visor to paint that mysteriously slipped through the net last Oops. time. I don't. Uh, mm, so we'll see. But no, no, I'm quite confident everything's going to be right and um, she'll be back with her lipstick done next weekend. Hopefully, unless uh, well, you know how uh, how my look goes their pro- you know their place will probably burn down Tuesday night oh don't say that no no we're on the we're on the um, we're on the turn now we've turned the corner now things are Aye. looking up in general yes although been? infection rates today in this part of the world are, are going up oh. so I don't know what, I don't know what that means but Kirkley's have sent a lefty Kirkley's Labour Council style email out today round and about. I don't know how I'm on that mailing list, but I Good am. Grief. How are and you I'm... on that mailing list? Christ knows. You think I'd be on a, be on a red a list, list for that? That's <laughs> right. <clears throat> gone up 10% in a week round and about. I don't know. It's become kind of second nature now. I've got a couple of snoods um, that I just stick you just wear it. And every time, it was like when, the, when I was on the tippers, every time you got out of the cab, you just reached for your hard hat. And now it's just pull yeah. that mask up over my my face. Um, I find that easier than um, using the the actual face masks because um, some of the some of them by the time they've been stuffed in and out your pocket a few times, you should probably wash them. They're probably festering, not with coronavirus, but with God knows what else. <laughs> uh, I um, <clears throat> I rarely wear it to be honest, but if somebody looks like they're going to cry, I'll put it on. And um, it's Leeds United, so that makes you a lot of friends down south. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, you, when you stagger into Marks and Spencers at Birchanger to get a salad and a, and a pint of milk in your Leeds United mask, that you know that opens a lot of doors. <laughs> I'm all packed up and ready for off it morning. I don't know uh, when I shall return. This is this is all new. For, well, it's not new, but it's been a lot. It's been a lot of years since I've been on this uh, on this malarkey, but it's not so bad. Mm. I'm parking, you know, I'm parking on farms at night. It's great, really. Yeah, I'm not having to. That is good. I I know, I'd noticed mm. um, there was somebody had posted up on Twitter that there was a lot of diesel thievery going on in, in sort of mid Wales, which I was surprised about. And somebody had got the tank done and lost like four hundred liters, and it wasn't that far from the spot where I parked that Volvo FM. Uh, yeah. Where I had that unfortunate incident, um, yeah. Uh, but there seems to be a, a, a lot of diesel nicking going on. But it just I was in where was I? I was in Rothwell three times um, this week, and I was in Lockerbie once. Um, mm. And I don't know what it is with the Rothwell truck stop, but there is the most appalling smell when you walk through the doors at the front, like bad drains. Have you been in there recently? I've not been. I've never been. It worked worked out well for me because I could make it down. um, It worked out well time-wise. It was only like a 20-minute drive to the drop each morning, which which was good. Um, But the place was rammed out one of the nights. Like I managed to get a a space, 
because I hate <clears throat> one of the things that gives me the fear driving lorries is coming into a truck stop late at night when it's dark and there's like only like one or two shit spaces left that nobody else wants and you yeah. try, you're absolutely knackered and you've got to get into one and like the, the, there's guys sitting in the cab either side of you sitting texting on their phones kind of looking watching you're like oh, f- oh I hate that <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> thankfully i got a good space but you know truck stops are bloody noisy things and everything I, I try to people who start their engines and run them for 10 minutes in the morning before moving you know I'm like come on dude yeah. it's like half past four in the morning yeah I've got to do that with food to build air up sorry lads but not 10 hours. minutes you don't oh I do at least 10 minutes I want that oil up to temperature before she leaves and it's 10 <laughs> minutes on a night until that road relay but, turns her off when she's but, cooled down um, yeah, going, going back to the, uh, the point though like getting to park up at night on a farm is lovely you know it's nice that's like the best place to park because if you're in a truck stop yes you're theoretically secure and there's, mm. a, to- there's a toilet on hand even though it's a toilet with dreadful single ply toilet roll and unfeasible skid marks in it. Um, nice. I, 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 the mind boggles, you know, honestly. <laughs> so. Plus, a park in Hadlow is that out the way and dark in Kent that it gives you a headache, it's that dark. So periodically <laughs> I'll flick main beam on and um, have a look. Just in case there's somebody standing in front of you, you know, with an axe or a chainsaw or, or his dick in his hand or something. So, flick! But the amount of eyes that you see downfield at, at varying heights looking back at you, you think, it's deer, it's deer and rabbits, it's all right, relax. It's deer and, and rabbits, not, it's fine. You're not, you're not in like into, Cornwall or anything, it's not like the Beast of Bodmin or anything like that. Or a, or a webbed fingered Jethro. No. Ooh, look, mother. It got me some fresh meat for the gene pool. Right. Did you, no, do, your door, do your doors lock all right from the, uh, from the inside, eh? Uh, got the uh, ratchet strapped between the two door handles. No, but I've got, uh, I've got a cab jacket. I would, have to say, I would have to say anybody looking to come and invade your cab at night would have to be a brave person. They would probably very quickly realise that they'd made a poor decision. I was going to say there's only one of us going to wake up sore with gaffer tape around the wrist <laughs> and it won't be me. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a bit spooky when you open, up, you know, you open your eyes in the middle of the night and think, where the hell am I? I have, I have that a lot, you know, when I sleep away, I'm like, I, I? Sometimes I, I do as well, I. I'm like, well, I'm I, like, I, I'm like, mm. I slept in a weird little industrial estate in Bishop Stortford the other night. Some lad directed me in there off M11, right back of Birchanger and keep going for a bit. And I was um, snuggled in this little industrial estate that's about as big as a stamp. Um, Good stuff. It wasn't, it wasn't one of the ones where, like, you've gone and parked up and it's deserted <clears> at night and then you wake up in the morning and you've pissed off an entire factory load of workers because none of them can get their cars no. parked because your lorry's there. <laughs> no, there was like, there was like a sort of uh, poor man's pretend screw fix type place and a Halford's fast fit centre. And there was me and a guy from uh, Bealsby at Grimsby parked it when I slithered really? in and then in the middle at night an ECM car transporter crept in and turned around and that was your lot. But that was grand. It was the quietest and... Le- least likely place to be uh, whacked for diesel that I've ever, I've ever been. Oh, that's good. No, so, it. one of the lads at Holtz dropped me a pin on WhatsApp and I just followed that in there because obviously Birchang, I, I wouldn't have got on at the time I parked up at 10 o'clock, I don't suppose. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. 
I had a bit of a mission on to get back up, get swapped and get back down to Kent. So we were, you know, we we're pushing it a bit. But second, second night, I stopped on another farm in, I can't remember to be fair. I really can't. Nope, can't remember. Just off, yeah, just off Junction Faring. Uh, of M20. I so can't remember the name of the village. Pa- but. Parts of Kent are really very pleasant. You just think Kent now mm. and you just think um, clamps, ah. no parking nah. and things. But um, a... It'll only be down A2 and that, that I suppose. It was, uh, mm. M20's that far away from all that mm. nonsense that it's just normal, you know, sort of business as normal. So. That's the thing, it's a big place. And it's like all the controversies kind of uh, comes mm. from just a, a couple of um, areas. Um, They're all going for it, though, aren't they? All all boroughs in Kent are trying to get this same sort of parking mm. ban right yeah. across. I don't know whether it's going to come to. The difficulty with Kent is that they need to put more truck parking in, but the land is so expensive that it's yeah. not financially viable to do it. And it's at the point where the government is actually going to have to. They would have to put a compulsory purchase order in on some bloody land. Um, well, there's a simple system in place already for this, isn't there, that can be used, and it's called um, oh, planning. I can't remember what this was. If you want to build a bloody big Tesco's where they don't want you to build it, they will get you, as part of your planning consent, to alter, you know, you'll alter a roundabout or you'll put an extra road in or you'll do yeah, something yeah. Mm-hmm. planning I can't bloody remember planning something or that. I did this at Harper I did there's an article anyway. uh, there's an article in the new trucking driver all about planning permission in the April issue the law right. on you our, uh, our nod to um, see, this is our most serious feature the bi-monthly law on you uh-huh. and it's two and a half thousand words and I I'm not going to go through it to see if I can find that now, but it's, it is in there. Um, yeah. I know, you, I know well, what Basically, you mean. if Tesco's want to build a great big store or, you know, mm-hmm. Joe Bloggs Enterprises wants to build an industrial estate like Magna Park, as part of the planning yeah. conditions, they have to build, you know, a 50-bay truck park. Mm-hmm. End of. And that solves all this issue. There's no expense to council. There's no f- financial burden on taxpayer. If oh. these guys want to build these places that are going to be served by trucks at all hours, you've got to have truck parking. The end problem solved, and it all goes away. Exactly. I don't. I don't see there are there is another side to the problems in Kent with the laybys because they are permanently filled with trucks. Like as soon as one comes yeah. out, another one comes in, and then there's no facilities, so there's like mess getting left everywhere, mm. and it is a problem for. Um, Residents, but simply clamping the trucks and not coming up with an alternative solution is um, a, a major issue. Issue there, and especially HMRC went and seized the extension to um, the the big truck stop at Ashford. They went and seized it to go to go and use it for their own ends um, until they got their own one sorted out, which was nice of them. I mean, I don't object in theory to saying, look, if you're in Kent, you've got to go to a truck park. But if you're going to say that, then there has to be enough space for every truck that wants to get parked, even if it's like nine o'clock at night. And they can't yeah. they can't be like 90 minutes up the road from where you need to be either. So yeah. it's a bloody mess. Um, Absolutely. That's is, bloody I don't know what you'd do as well. Say, Mr. Um, <coughs> say you've got like a Romanian or a Bulgarian truck or something and he gets clamped in the morning. He gets up and pulls the um, DeWalt battery grinder out, out the cab through the yeah. clamp throws it in the hedge how are they going to get the money uh, from him for that clamp or fighting him for it or anything 
Well, you got even though we've left EU, we've still got European like reciprocal um, arrest mm. warrant set up, aren't they? I know, so I don't think you can do any notices in Europe and come home and just. I'm curious to get find away out with it like you used to do. Find out what would happen with that if somebody just went lobbed the thing. It's still bizarre. There's been a lot more foreign vehicles on the road this week compared to last month yeah. when I had the Volvo. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I've seen the DVSF yeah, the DVSF started um, picking some of them up. There was an MAN that had like uh, the, the brake pads on metal to metal and it had like a, a brake disc with like a bit missing off it and a, like an actual whole section of it had snapped off and delightful. Well, the thing's obviously been running for um, months and months and months with no maintenance whatsoever and I, still, I don't understand why these things can't be um, checked as, as they're coming in now if there's like part, if we've got all these bloody customs mm. checks and things why don't you just go and give them a quick once over on the maintenance front so the the wreckage that's got like brake chambers cable tied off and everything it doesn't get doesn't get in I don't know <sighs> I don't know they seem quite on the ball at Dartford, don't they? Bloody checkpoint there. There's usually four or five galaxies and a tapping van there at any time I've been past yeah. morning, noon, or night. And, um, oh, I, I, had a van, mm-hmm. I had a van at the side of me in tunnel, and it was Metropolitan Police Commercial Vehicle Unit. And he was at the side of me going through the tunnel. I thought, just get ready. Obviously, prehistoric food and rattling around 25. I thought, I'm going to have the tunnel? on the side of it. Aye. Aye, so, you know, there's no scope for being quiet in there. Down, down so a half, me going half gear, have some of that. <laughs> and I gone in right hand tunnel as well, so you know, I were, were at right side for when we came out other end to go north. And we came out other end, and he's still at side of me, and he's and I looked, I thought, I, want, I, I, I just had a sly peep round curtains at him, and he's looking back at me, and he's filming. <laughs> he's got his phone and he's filming, and I thought, what's oh, he? Is, on oh, with is he trying? To, well, is he filming it because do you think he loves foodings, or was he yeah. hoping to see? Yeah, you that's on what your he was doing. Was that what I it thought, was? You know, <laughs> yeah. I thought, what's he on with it? And he's uh, and he's smiling like, and he gave me thumbs up, and then they buggered off. So I thought, what a good thing. Brilliant. Mm. I thought we were going to get tugged there when I went through there, but anyway, no, we weren't. We just got well, you never know. Of, if I liked you know, the truck that much, maybe you might have got yeah. tugged. Yeah, man in uniform. <laughs> yeah, baby. No, he just um, probably nudged his mate and said, Oi, Del Boy, look at that. Look at that. It's the Foden, mate. Lovely. And it was, no, it was sound. Um, I'm getting a lot of flash and wave down there because there'll be a lot of lads, I suppose, that know her from truck shows and mm-hmm. magazine and the rest of it. They've never seen her before. And, and you get like Scooby Doo, shaky head, double take type stuff with the girl, like, and then you get a flash and a wave. So I'm flashing, I'm flashing and waving back, but I don't know what I'm doing. So. Oh, yeah, so of course you know, yeah. are. Right, yeah. You're definitely flashing and waving back. I don't, mm. I'm not waving at you. I don't want people talking. So I've got no desire to go anywhere abroad. Uh, well, I was, I was talking. Um, yeah, I've never done I've never done any European work in a truck apart from that one run that I went out to the Nurburgring with Daff where they took the show trekker out, which is borderline work. Yeah. You know, just, we drove it out there, set it up, and drove it back again. Eh? So, Steve Stephen that bought my Foden off me was talking about. Um, mm. He says, "Oh, we may be able to get your run down to Spain, like you could go with two trucks, because he's yeah. got he's got that new Renault Range T that one." I said, "Look, we'll do a feature on that in the magazine because it's a left hooker. It's got all the different dash in it." 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, we'll do a feature on that. Said, ah. He said, um, ah, we could go run down. He says, you can take the Foden if you want. I'm like, to Spain. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. as fantastic and as smoky and the bandit type shit as that would undoubtedly be, you, you can absolutely guarantee that that would throw a caterpillar only part somewhere at the most southerly Aye. point of Spain that would be a bugger Aye. to get in the UK, never mind over there. Um, yeah, but so there's, I, some, there's some Jose or Miguel with his local garage who could whittle uh, you a new Conrod. Find, find something out, a uh-huh. bulldozer or something like that. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I was like, I was, I was like, no, nah, I was thinking more like, you know, I would get like a demo unit. And I was thinking, you know what? That would be my holidays for the year, going away um, yeah. uh, and doing a, a European run. That would, that would be. That's my extent of my holidays. I don't know what else I can, <laughs> I can really do. I can really do. <laughs> you need to borrow somebody's restored stair from over here and yes. take that down to Spain. Yeah. Now, who's the guy? That, who's the guy that's got the two Pegasos? That's what you need. There's, mm. there's two of them in Northern yeah, Ireland, but I think they're kind of hanging a bit. You know, I, I think I don't even think you can get mm. oil filters for them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a stair left over here, is there? I don't know. I haven't seen one for years. There used to be one at Ellis Stair. I just feel they had one. Right. remember it pointing. Yeah, up on Austrian S T S T E Y R. Yeah, we had um, Peter Davies. And the um, tractor manufacturers had a couple of pictures of them. Uh, did they not get? Did that not Someone get bought over cook. by it? Did they not get bought over? Did MAN or something not take them? I don't know. I can't remember. But there was stair puck, weren't there? Because yeah, puck used to make those really shit pedal and pop mopeds, and they used to make tractors and those pointy cab things. And Ellis's in Huddersfield, for whatever reason, happened to have mm. a stair tractor unit in lurid green pulling their uh, roof truss trailer about for years. I don't know why or how. I never really stopped to ask, but. They did. Oh, that's a proper strange thing to have in other Aye. Aye. Tell you what, I've been romanticising about of late. My first proper sleeper cab. I'd love if I could find one. 92, 93 Reg Eurotech. You know it. I cab on. I would love an old Iveco Eurotech. I'm not bothered about Eurostar because we never had one. But we did run a 340. Eurotech. I know where there's something. I love one. I know where there's something very close. Mm. Gilmore's have got a Seddon Atkinson, um, which is the same thing, but it's got the Cummins ah. M11 in it. Mm. But. Oh, aye. He's uh, selling everything, is he? Oh, he seems to be selling many, many things. Uh, yeah, well, GBT, they're doing, they're, they're buying and selling uh, trailers, basically. The the, the haulage operations um, mm. uh, is kind of subbed out as well. Now, um, but he, yeah. they have still got because that was the very first feature I ever did for a truck magazine, which was trucking, was Gilmore mm. Brothers back in 2010, I think, because they had like six or yeah. seven said Atkinsons in the road at the time, which was very unusual even back then, even though they'd only been out of production yeah. for about sort of four or five years. Uh, well, a bit longer for that, but they, they've yeah. got what is it called? Is it the Strat the Strato? And the big, the big one, the Euro Star, was called the Strato Cruiser. Um, but they've... yeah, they had Strato Cruiser badged upon DAF cab when they were still using DAF cabs, didn't they? As well, it was Strato Cruiser. Yeah, but the the, the normal one. And then they yeah, uh, yeah, they've got that with yeah. the high roof cab. I because at one point back in twenty seventeen, they were talking about putting it back in the road, and they said, "Do you want to use it for night trunking?" And I was like, 
Yeah, totally. But I said, I'll, I'll have it on the basis that all the warning lights and the dash are out and everything works on it. So well, I used it a couple of times to shut things about the yard and it was like Blackpool Illuminations. So, But that tr- that truck's would possibly be for sale. Uh, well, it, it would mm. be, but I suspect, I suspect that the cab would be needing um, some attention because that, that was the problem uh, with them was corrosion. Well, that, those, well, I've uh, got a demon welder for a friend, so good. You know, he can yeah. weld wood and water and thin air. Oof. It's just, it was the first proper mm-hmm. high roof able to get dressed in sleeper cab I ever drove when I passed my test in early 90s. And when I went from a flat roof 95 with a 310 in that used to boil and throw coolant up through carpet, and I got that, I just reached the pinnacle of super trucker status in my own mind. You know, I thought, this is amazing. And you could get in bed in there and clip yourself in with a safety net and pull a big blackout curtain around it. And I thought, this is it. This is the way. That's the only top bunk I've ever slept on where I've never felt like I was going to fall to my death in the middle of the night. I had a I had a brand new Scania Red Dot 420 at Bingham's with you know bloody big bed over windscreen. Couldn't sleep in that for no. fear of rolling out. No, I can't I can't sleep on top bunk in Foden. I, I can't. I am shit scared of falling out because mm. I I do do. God, imagine that, and you fall out. Um, and you you'd, you'd know exactly what would happen with the gear lever as well, and how it would somehow end up. Oh yeah, that exact, yeah. Somehow you know. I've got big feet. I've got big feet, so I'm going to fall that way first, and I'm going to impale myself on it, and the fire brigade are going to have to come and cut it off. Yeah, you're going to have to go to hospital. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a, And they're going to say, what happened, Mr. Madison? Well, I fell off top bunk and, you know, accidentally fell on this gear stick, and obviously, like, you know, mm-hmm. they'll go outside the room for a minute or two and go, yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah. yeah. I never believe that, mm. you know. Uh, going oh, back to th- that, that was at one point a romantic anecdote about an Iveco Eurotech. <laughs> Aye. Ah, you managed to steer it back onto a Scotsman bollocks, didn't we? So, yeah. uh, a Yorkshireman's anus. Mm. So, oh, if anybody does listen to this, which we suspect some some people do, because occasionally they say, I listen to you. Oh, you get complaints. Where, where is the podcast? Uh, why haven't you released the podcast? Right. Um, I, I, feel, because, I, I feel bad. And because Doogie's been on remand, but don't panic, he's back now, so we're all right. Yeah. Um, Nothing was ever proven, and that's the thing in Scotland. You can be uh, guilty, not guilty, or case not proven. Exactly. Uh, You can just not remember things at all until such times it's convenient for you to remember them, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Aye. We've got the bloody, we've got the Scottish elections on May the 6th. That'll be a laugh. Mm. Not. Yeah, it'll be hilarious. I want to see George Galloway is um, standing in this Alliance for Unity party. I'm thinking I would just be, you know, I'm considering I might vote for him on the second list vote just because it'll be really, really, really funny if he gets in. Because the whole Scotland's just a mess anyway. Mm-hmm. And it would just be funny watching him like troll and wind people, wind people up in the parliament, you know. Mm-hmm. He's a crazy old judge. So, aye. See what happens. Mm-hmm. See what happens with Do all that. Remember him on um, Celebrity Big, Big Brother? Big Brother, uh, the milk thing. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was pretending Rula to be a Lenska, cat. Dennis Waterman's ex squeeze, wasn't it? Yeah, stroking George. Well, George meowed like a cat. Ah, he was like that. He's like meow, yes. doing the wee paws. He had his wee hands up like that with his wee paws and everything. You know, it's like you've. I'm glad the, you saw that because I wondered if I'd dreamt. No, that. no, it, it was. It was. It was totally surreal at the time. I remember watching it and going, "What the hell is this?" 
but the bizarre thing, the, the alarming yeah. thing was, you know, that he was just too like well into it. You know that he, this this is a man who's experienced in the intricacies yeah. of role play. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but usually he played Stalin or something. But yeah, today was today was a cat. Tibbles, yes. Tibbles the cat, the communist cat. <laughs> right. So if anyway, anyway, just rewinding fiercely. If anybody does have a half decent or slightly less than half decent Eurotech high roof parked up in the corner of a shed that's annoying you, mm-hmm. um, get in touch by the usual channels or the unusual channels if you want. As, a, as I said, Sneak in that case, strato the... acceptable because it's the same it, it thing about Cummins' but... engine. It is, but it... You know when you get to middle age and you hanker after your Vauxhall Vivo or your Peugeot 205 or whatever it is that t- uh, touched you in I'm that very, I'm very, very nearly at middle age, um, if not there already. And, um, well, I'm there, chap. I, I've, never, I've never grown out of it. I've still got the, the Cavaliers, you know. I, uh, well, if lockdown really does bugger off this back end, we're going to have a hell of a messy one this next year because I'm 50, so we're going to have a smasher. But... Well, hey. Young farmers, old farmers, and uh, in betweeners. However, the Eurotech fetish won't go away. So if anybody no, has one, okay. do get in touch with uh, anybody. Because um, oh. I've got a cement mixer. I've got contacts that can supply ice upon filler. I've got a shovel. We can uh, we can make this dream yeah, come true. I remember who there was a com- I remember I went to see a company down in Penzance. This was when I think it was maybe. One of the very early uh, trucking features I did, because I still worked for Total Vauxhall, and I went down to see the company down there, and they had a load of Seddon Atkinsons um, with, with the Iveco cabs on them, and I can't for the life of me remember their name oh. off the top of my head, but they had all sorts of, they had some like, quite weird and wonderful things, and their tractor unit yeah. uh, came from the factory with a cab rusted out on the floor, and I had to go and get a new cab put on it under warranty, because it had already rusted out. Yeah. <laughs> Like most that, that was, that was like that was the twenty first century. That was like a wire edge. Wiring looms were green. Mm. Aye. Like green wires. We knew a lad with the fifty seven plate super space, a brand new one, and he he had notebook harassment with electrics on that because bloody wiring were all green already. Ah, Fantastic. That was a, it's like there was, there's something that, there's something that changed with wiring in cars, and I don't know if they've stopped like putting some sort of. Mm. It must be some sort of toxic material that's not put into them. But if you go and get the old, I've got like old wiring looms out, old Vauxhalls there, and I've like pulled like the looms out cars just so I've got big long runs of the right coloured wires for things. And the wiring is immaculate, you know. It's this bright copper, you know, the perfect and solders together perfectly. Mm. And, but then you get a bit further on, and then you get all this wire that goes green, and it's the black wire as well. And what's, mm-hmm. something has something has changed in wire. It's the same as like paint, as well, because mm-hmm. like they stopped like making paint. It's, paints are all water based now, and still instead of um, aye, this water based two packs cobblers two compared packs, to, yeah, it's to crap uh, compared to the old wood. stuff. Aye, something aye, aye. something changed with wire for sure. Definitely. Aye. Right. I'm no stranger to black wire on mine. With um, yeah, I noticed that. Years a lot Christ, and, we, um, that um, was one was the same. <laughs> it's, it's a one downfall with that thing is wiring looms crap the thing with, the interesting thing was with those Alpha 2s the very very first ones the 2002 models mm. um, 
uh, had more Foden in them and they only did them for a few months because if you bought the eight-wheeler tipper it would come with Foden drums in the front of it Kirk style front axles and it also came with completely different mm. wiring looms in them as well so I don't know if that was the same mm. with the tractor unit because your, yours is just not yours is 03 isn't it Ah, uh, uh, it's probably just just missed that. Right. If it was, uh, if you I got on to of... John, John Masden at Pelican, and I said, "Have you got parts diagrams for wiring loom sections? You know, gearbox loom, blah blah blah." And he says, "Leave it with me." So he had, and he sent me, um, I don't know what you call them really, PDFs. That's yes, it. PDFs. Yeah. One for the kids. Yeah. P- PDFs of uh, all these sections of wiring loom at part numbers. And I says, brilliant. Can I order that one? And he went, no. Because <laughs> they're no longer available. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's it. He spent, a, he spent a couple of hours dredging me all this stuff up so I could look at it. And then I said, right, I'll have that. He went, no, you won't, because we haven't got any. So we had, to, um, we had to get Jamie and his magic wire knitting machine out and knit some looms together in the is repinned you know that bloody big stupidly placed uh multi-plug that screws together right side at tire under near side on the near side if you get cab over and you look there's a massive ah, behind near side oh, uh, yeah 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 there's a really yeah, big multi-plug thing, yes. i'm aware of I, that big stupid just where it's going to get 25 gallon a second thrown over it in winter when it's raining yeah there. i don't yeah. know the one you mean we, un- we unplugged that one day and had a look and it it just looked like you'd been pouring battery acid down it for a couple oh. of years, and I thought, oh, we're in a whole world of trouble here. But Jamie, back in the day when he was patient, he, um, he says, it's all right, I'll repin it, and he did, bless him. He sat behind that wheel like a little gnome, and he repinned it all, about 30 or 40 pins. Oh, repinning. Oh, that... Bought a kit and did it. Oh, it's a nice thing, that. Yeah. Uh, my, mate uh, my mate Brian's got a repinning tools and things there. Dead in- intricate work, really... Really good thing that to be able to like repair. You can imagine a man plugs. called Brian having that sort of stuff, couldn't you? Brian Sibbled, freeze breeze, vehicle ja- air conditioning services. Jamie isn't, you know, Jamie were not but a lad, but he still had the patience to do it. But you can imagine a man called Brian liking to do a big repinning job. Oh, uh, can you help me, Brian? Ah, that's good. Ah, uh, leave it with me. Uh, he leave helped it. us fit the microwave in the phone. Oh, I'll tell you what, just to round things off, that uh, I take it the Volvo, the Volvo will have a microwave in it. I'm going to Does, guess. Yeah. Oh my God, that's, mm. I fitted a microwave in the Foden, um, but obviously I never got to work it, so I never used it, but having that microwave in that Scania, mm. holy shit, game changer. That's like, and I don't use that phrase often, you know, people are like, throw it about a lot, but I'm like, that thing was fabulous. <laughs> Two minutes in the morning, I had porridge Warm made. Warm underpants. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, because, no, because we've learned a painful lesson about turning our, Best pair of Calvin Klein's brown by putting them in the microwave to dry them out. And if you want you to know just the con- to moisten them a bit and put it on low. If you want to know the context of that, you'd have to search through the old podcasts. I don't remember what one it was. Aye. Aye, Micro- um, don't bring that up again. Microwaves Aye. and microwaves <clears throat> and trucks are fabulous things. I just like, I thought that was great because I, mm. I parked up for the night and I was like, right, I'm starving. What can I do? Bang, chicken tikka masala in it. Six minutes done. I was like. Oh. What a difference that, that made! I was just, mm. I'll be gut, I'll be gutted. Well, my wife's concerned about my uh, welfare. You know, last week so I just uh-huh. on garage sandwiches really and Costa. So she's been out today and got me a lot of Max and spent some microwave 
Weight Watchers jollop in trays, you know, uh-huh. chicken curries and this and that. And to the, so in theory, I'm going to have hot food next week, which will be a shock. Have you got, I, I want to start uh, looking like a sandwich. Oh no, that, no, that'll be that'll be brilliant. Mm. Oh, that's good. You can take advantage take advantage of the thing. Mm. I um, and if I can get the telly working, oh, I can get that just, hospital bed up because it's electric hospital bed. I can sit up in bed and watch dodgy Estonian porn or whatever I can get. Oh, I tell you what, and this, the Volvo satellite. God, on the Sunday mm. night as well. When um, a week ago, when I, I got down to Rothwell, um, Stephen, the guy who drives this, the lovely Minera, with <laughs> Trussie's daft, was in at Rothwell. Oh, and right. I, I parked in oh, beside right. him and said hello because it's. I was like, how random is that? And there was a like a Polish uh, truck a couple of over from us and he had his curtains shut and he was on a phone call for a bit. And then the phone call moved oh. on to something else which um, sounded very uh, foreign and erotic and it went on for quite a bit of time as well. And I don't think he... I don't, mm. I don't know if he was doing it on purpose or if he cared, but I was like, come on, mate, just... Can you, come on, skip it a bit, you know, skip it and get to the bits that you want to see and get it over and done with. But <laughs> mm. uh, oh, we're talking live here, back to you know, back to her indoors or some. Uh, he was some talking live to begin stuff. with, and then he put something on. He was watching mm. something on his telly in the cab at loud volume with the windows cracked, and I could hear it all, and it sounded. Mm. Um, I I don't know what language it was in or anything, but it was getting a bit uh, kind of noise, and I was like. I was trying to get to sleep and I, I wondered if he, if he was aware or if he was just doing it on purpose or, or what have you, but anyway. Agonised or ecstatic <laughs> screaming. It was probably oh, a chiropractor's... Uh, a uh, chiropractor's inst- instruction TV video, video. Aye, maybe that's what it was. Aye. I don't think it aye. was, though. I think he was just watching filth um, with his windows down. No, no. <laughs> truckers don't watch porn. Good God, man! Yeah, don't lower us to your standards, you journalists. You're all champagne and right. hookers. Happy days, right? Well, oh. for next week, well, this podcast is going to come out in the middle of the week when you will be on the road uh, in the Volvo. Um, so please yeah. do send me through some updates on WhatsApp and. I will go and um, filter them onto the truck and driver social media channels. Um, yeah, we're mostly, I'm we're mostly. I'm going to have my first night in Sigrid tomorrow night. Oh yeah, you've changed the name. It was Ulrika the other day. Is it Sigrid now? Yeah, and I just saw a picture of Ulrika. Well, you see, I remember Ulrika from uh, Shooting Stars days, and I, ah, I looked her up the other day, and she looks on... like my grandma. So I thought, I've been her. Right. I've been her. She's Sigrid now. Sigrid. Oh, yeah. Okay, when you're sitting in cigarette, I, I play, we're mostly on Instagram and Twitter at the moment because I can't be bothered logging into Facebook, so you're more likely to see more truck and driver updates on those oh. bits of social media rather than Facebook because it's shite. I'm not fully up to speed with Twitter. I don't know what you do with it. So uh, Don't worry yeah. about it. If you're on it, the, the same post goes on Instagram pretty much anyway, so I shall... Um, mm. I, shall uh, I do apparently have a Twitter account, but I don't know how or where. Oh, who did it? But I, I've got one because my daughter informed me I've got one. All right, oh, yeah. Mm. Quite what to do with it? I don't know. It takes a while to like build. Is it up just for small rants? No, nah, it, it, it's all right. I use it. I follow a lot of football stuff and politics things on there, and um, it's mm. got all the truck manufacturers and stuff on it. It's more, it's more work orientated. Mm. I can get a lot more out of it for truck and driver in that respect. Right. 
Right. Um, what am I looking up here? I'm trying to find your uh, Twitter account. I'm quite Look satisfied at... trolling Boris Johnson on Facebook at minutes. So I don't need to go anywhere else. Oh, yeah. You, He's putting his you... uh, spouty bollocks on every afternoon and I just rip him another one. <laughs> right, what am I looking for? Where's the... What are you doing, I'm Ben look... Double? I'm looking... I'm looking up to see if you've got a, um, a Twitter account. Oh, that come there's loads of Chris Madisons. No, it's um, something to do with 770. Madder um, 770. I don't know if it's Madison. Rugby, sense. hunting, farming and rumpus. Rumpus? A mantra yeah. to live rumpus. by. <laughs> oh, you've got 69 <laughs> followers. Wee. Oh yeah, that's my number. Yeah, baby. No, no, wait, no. Sorry, you're following. You're fo- sorry, I'm wrong. You're, you've got. You're following sixty-nine people, um, and you have twenty-five followers. Uh, you've now got twenty-six because that was trucking driver, <laughs> and uh, you'll have twenty-seven when it, if I go and do it as well. Um, and mm. you've just. Um, Yep, there are some tweets on here. There's a tweet of a picture of the truck from July 2020 with one like on it, so it must be your daughter. Um, Lucy must have done that. Premier League and champions without kicking a ball. It's been some week for Leeds, MOT, which I assume is marching on together. Marching on together. And then your last post before that was August 2014. Back from Carfest, there bloody marvellous organisation over there. So that's 2014, and that was so. Um, your daughter must have somehow acquired the keys to this account for me. Yeah. Well, that's all right, I can tag it. They're the Vulcan bomber at Carfest. Isn't that an interesting number, though, that you've chosen 770? Why is that? Did you foresee? Did you? 770. Oh, right. Is that it? You didn't foresee the, the coming best of this guy? Uh, no. <laughs> Best track to Davy Brown's ever made. Well, until eight eighty, but anyway. Um, aye. Walker movements and Fleetex follow you. Do they? Yeah, they're desperately waiting for that Bless day for that, that truck to come up for sale. <laughs> I've just clicked on on Twitter, and I have no idea how you get into it at all. So there's no there's no time for to go through this now. Right, I shall speak to Just, you. In, um, oh, you're finishing. Do you have, do you have further business? Just, no, I mention it to your man uh-huh. about his uh, said Aki. You never know. I might. I might. Um, yeah, I might. Oh. But I'd rather have a purebred, a purebred Iveco. You'd rather have a purebred yeah. Iveco? Well, isn't this a strange sequence of developments? Aye. Before they were shit. <laughs> back in the day before they were shit interestingly come in, back again. in this new magazine I see a picture of I see a picture of my daughter standing watching me trying to figure out how to get that I know, uh, air cleaner to fit back together yes uh, and I quickly skimmed through that article in a I wonder what he said and you haven't said anything. <laughs> There's um, nothing in there about that weekend, is there? Um, about no, the there, isn't, there isn't anything about that weekend at all, and there, there won't be. Nah. No, it's super. It's super nah. injunctioned. Um, I have a beautiful SUV coming <laughs> next month, and I intend to drive many more Iveco yeah. SUVs in the future. And if they're um, invite, mm. if they happen to be inviting me and um, any other uh, mm. truck journalists to two-day events in Madrid anytime in the future, I want to be there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm saying about that. Re- <clears throat> I might have to. I might have to relaunch my Twitter account so we can have the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth of that dreadful weekend. You will not. Oh. There'll be no more 750 bloody Volvos and all that. Right, you big hairy beast. I'll uh, catch you later. I'm going to go and get a beer. Uh, yes, you have. Uh, well, I'll speak to you during the week anyway. Um, enjoy the Volvo um, and have a great time. Stay safe. Stay safe, my ass. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.